and welcome to the Real San Diego podcast, where I interview inspiring and interesting people, dive into hot topics and communities around San Diego and more. I'm your host, Cece Summerfield, and this week I'm talking with Julia, the owner of The Barkeep Company. We will get to hear how she successfully started a beverage catering service company in the midst of COVID in 2020. All right. So thank you for joining me today, Julia. My pleasure. Um, I just, as I said to you, I'm really into uh, interviewing, inspiring um, small businesses in San Diego, along with a bunch of other stuff. But specifically today, we're going to be talking about your company, The Barkeep Company. Mm-hmm. And before we dig into the company itself and, and how you got that started, why don't you just tell me a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. Um, my name is Julia. I'm originally from South Pasadena, California. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved to San Diego uh, about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of fell in love with the city because of, you know, the beaches, the culture. You look at LA and you look at San Diego. And in my opinion, I mean, of course, I love my hometown, but here it's just so peaceful and wonderful and the community is so tight. Yeah, for I, sure. So I fell in love and I moved here. I worked in hotels when mm-hmm. I moved down here. Um, I was really into, uh, just the hospitality culture as well. And it was so booming when I first moved here, Yeah, you know, it was really the start of some of the best restaurants and hotels and chefs that were coming into this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So exciting. Um, and so I was working at La Valencia for a few years. Uh, then I went to the Pendry and helped open up the craft bars and the full bar program there. Okay. Um, I worked with Moet Hennessy for a short time and then unfortunately COVID hit. Yes. Freaking COVID. I know. I know. But it really opened my eyes to what I really loved. And I Mm -hmm. owned a business similar to mine now, Mm -hmm. back when I lived in LA. I thought about what I loved. I thought about what this city needs. And so the barkeep company was born. I got to ask one question. You just look way too young to have already owned two companies. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I'm actually not that young. I just turned 37 last week. That's really young. That's younger than me. I also have another question, a follow-up question. You were saying you worked at La Valencia. I happened to work there as a massage therapist for a short period of time when I moved back to San Diego, when I was trying to get into the real estate business, I had started a career in Northern California. And of course in 2009, when the market was, you know, what, um, I had decided to move back to San Diego and I took my old job back uh, as far as a massage therapist goes. I was working at the Hotel Del previous to that, like before I started in the real estate business. But long story short, I ended up landing at the La Valencia Hotel and it was in 2009 and I probably did like some part-time work there between 2009 and 2011, I think. Okay. What year were you there? 2016. Okay. And I was the banquet director. Oh, very nice. Such a beautiful hotel up there. I mean, you couldn't get a better location, right? In yeah. the middle of La Jolla. And an amazing staff. I, oh, good. I still go to that hotel now. Yeah. And the staff will just treat me like I never, ever left. Like they're the best. Truly some of the greatest hospitality workers in the city. That is Once awesome. You. So is it like those type of places that you're doing your uh, events at and, or that you find that your company is geared towards? Hotels are a little different just mm-hmm. because, you know, they have their own staff. Okay. So most of the time they won't bring in staffing. Mm-hmm. Occasionally they'll need additional help, mm-hmm. um, but that's a really rare event for us. Mostly we do a lot of work in um, private events and in large festival style. Um, We do about um, 12 to 15 uh, large festival style events Mm -hmm. here in San Diego every year. Very cool. Um, And throughout Southern California. So how long total, let's see, between, for this business, your barkeep, the barkeep company business, um, how long have you been in business? 
uh, we technically were established 2020. We Our business license goes a little bit farther than that, but. So yeah, so you started during COVID. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what was the shift? I mean, there's so many shifts for so many people getting into uh, even different career paths. I know you said you had experience before this and obviously as a banquet manager, um, that's, you know, experience geared towards this type of business. Yeah. But what in 2020 happened to make you say, I'm going out on my own? Um, I mean, there were a lot of factors. Uh, I kind of had a reputation for doing events. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had been reached out to by a few different people who were like, events are coming back. They really need people. And I was tired of being home, you know, Mm -hmm. and I really wanted to just get back and be with people and help celebrate and things like that, you know? And so I started to do a small few events with other companies. And then I went to my fiance and, you know, we talked about what we want and what was important to us. Mm -hmm. Um, and I talked about how happy my previous company had made me. Mm -hmm. And he said, look, you know, you have this opportunity like take it, like you can do it. And he's so supportive. Oh, that's so uh, great. Yeah. And he really it. helps me run the business too. Yeah. I was going to ask, does he work with you in the he business? Or, okay. Yeah, he does. So it's myself. And then I have, um, like the two people who are just my, my right and left hand are, uh, my fiance Ian, and he really does the like inventory and back of house and organizational part. Mm-hmm. And then I have a girl named Courtney and she is my hospitality manager and she really takes care of the staff side of it. And you know, all of the, um, guest in, or yeah, guest interactions, mm-hmm. things like that. She's great. I mean, oh, they're both awesome. amazing. I'm really, really, really lucky. And so you get to be the creative mind of all this. Is that yeah, I mean, creative and, yeah. you know, marketing and yeah, marketing, payroll and all oh, that stuff. <laughs> that's really fun. It's, but it's so not all the fun stuff it's, you mean? Yeah, there is it's running a business. Fun. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so what drives your passion, would you say, for this specific business in the craft cocktail industry? Gosh, just so... My previous, um, you know, knowledge, I'm a sommelier, oh, okay. uh, certified sommelier, and then I also am just certified in a lot of different, um, like, small certifications throughout the hospitality world. Mm-hmm. And um, I just find with craft cocktails, it's such an interesting and exciting field because it's ever evolutionary. Yeah. You know, I, I remember a few years ago, like people just started smoking cocktails, right? Like yes. it was kind of like, Ooh, and Interesting now flavors. there's mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a expensive and a cumbersome process to smoke a cocktail. Mm-hmm. But now like that process has evolved so much that you can, I can make a smoked old fashioned at your backyard wedding. And making like, my mouth love. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like no problem. And, mm-hmm. and, and to see a field like that always growing, um, it's exciting. It's mm-hmm. exciting to be part of it. It's exciting to explore. Yes, um, definitely. And see other people's growth in the career too. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, how... Who doesn't love a good event with a, you know, a, a cocktail made for that event? I mean, that's Definitely. so much fun. Yeah. And we that. really strive to do that with our, with our company. It's, you know, I'm, I'm happy to do basic cocktails if that's what the client needs. Sure. I'm of course. so excited when a client's like, you know, create something. Yes, let's do something <laughs> different. Like, let's do it. We're here for it. Is the infusion um, of alcohol still a big thing? I mean, I remember that was kind of yeah. going on a while back. And yeah. uh, pardon me for not being super up to date on like no, all this stuff. No, no, but... no. I think there's two sides of that. Yes, of course. I think infusing is always really exciting. Mm-hmm. But I also think that the um, innovations with syrups mm-hmm. and things like that and things that are becoming onto market that mm-hmm. create a lot 
more ease in creating cocktails. Yeah. Um, it really does help into, you know, getting away from having to infuse your own alcohol right. and being able to create some Still more complex what you want flavors. And complex. Yeah. yeah. And did you always feel like you wanted to be in business for yourself? I mean, over these years that you've spent in different um, hospitality industry related jobs, did you always have that, that thing in your back of mind? Like someday I'm going to do this myself. I mean, yeah, I like I said, I had a small company before and I really mm-hmm. kind of, I didn't understand the business side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of had to let it go because I was too afraid to step up to the plate and learn and do what I had to do to make my business work. Yeah. I'm lucky enough now that I've gained enough knowledge that it makes me want to do it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that I ever was in a place where I was like, do I want to have my own thing? A lot of the time, everyone, when I was growing up, was like, when's Julia's restaurant coming out? When's Julia's (laughs) bar going to happen? And I was like, yes, it's not going to happen. Like, just so you know, it's not going to happen. I'm like, well, why not? And it's just like, I just don't want to be tied down to a brick and mortar. Yeah. And so this opportunity, being able to have a company that I can be wherever you want. Yeah. Really. And, I and mean, you know that what you're walking into every day is, yeah. is a, almost a guarantee. If you know, a minimum guarantee, mm-hmm. it's important to me. Yeah. No, I, I see that being as hugely flexible and so nice to just constant newness and some change. You yeah. Know? So what makes your business different from say other services similar to yours? Like as far as like cocktail services or, sure. um, what would you call it? Like a, almost like a catering service. It's beverage catering. Beverage yeah, catering. Exactly Thank you. That's exactly what I was looking for. Um, I think there's a lot of different aspects. I mean, I really, I really, really believe in hospitality above everything. Mm-hmm. Um, my staff is oh, just the best, you know, they, they're the people that I know are going to go above and beyond for my clients every mm-hmm. single time. Mm-hmm. They're the people who care a lot about cocktails and what they're creating. It's not just somebody who, you know, oh, they, don't have anything dinner. else to do today. Right. So they, okay, I guess I'll pick up this shift. And yeah. Our yeah. core team is, is, are incredible. Um, They're masters of their craft. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they really believe in this company and, and they are the people who have been so supportive. Mm-hmm. We have a large team that does a large festival and they're sure. amazing, amazing too, you know, mm-hmm. and they're, the, the core team leads that large team for the, for the large events too. So I think hospitality first, creativity and, and making sure that our clients are like over the moon, not yeah. just satisfied. Yeah. And I think that a lot of companies believe in that, you know, yeah, of course and, they've got um, a set mission. Yeah. But, but you know, I really want it to be what people value the most right. in our company. Right. No, I love that. So you've done all sizes of events. I mean, mm-hmm. what is your, what's your fate? If you had to pick one type of like event you would do for the rest of your career, would yeah. there be one that you really like more than one other like, oh my gosh, events so or like a, I, like I love events. them all. They yeah. all are, you know, I think that's the cool thing is like one day I'm doing a, a wedding and the next day I'm doing a funeral and then the next day I'm doing a festival. You mm-hmm. know, it's crazy the amount of variety that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm the most excited when the st- when the staff is like extremely yeah. excited. Ready to go. Yeah. So we do San Diego Pride. Mm, yeah, but that's a fun one. And everyone's so excited leading into it. It's mm-hmm. just about two months away now. Mm-hmm. And when they're there, they are so, their costumes that they wear and their excitement mm-hmm. to see the guests and the guests' excitement to be there. I mean, the mm-hmm. energy is just beyond. Oh, yeah, I yeah, bet. It's I crazy. Bet. I could see that totally. What has been your most unique cocktail creation? Like for, and what event did it correlate to? Or was it just something you came up with and you're like, oh, this is so cool. There's been so many. I think, <laughs> I think the one that I'm probably 
like one of the most I'm proud of. Mm -hmm. Um, we did an event when I was working at Pendry and it was with, um, Moa Hennessy and their Tarasas wine collection. Mm. And it was a wine dinner and I did, um, a Tarantes, which is a white wine, a white, um, South, a South American wine. Uh, I did this beautiful cocktail with it and it was lemongrass, um, Mm. the Tarantes, um, and then I believe we did it with vodka. That's such an interesting combination to me to put wine and vodka together. And lime. And I think it was just a little, I mean, it wasn't even vodka. I think it was, oh no, it wasn't. It was elderflower. That's oh, what it was. Okay. It was St. Germain, Toronto's lemongrass and a touch of lime. Mm-hmm. And it was this beautiful, well-balanced cocktail that I was really proud of. But that company went and took that cocktail and... I became well known within the company for it. So Mm -hmm. well known that they approached me later and asked, you know, we have this really big role and we think you'd be a great fit. Like, please, will you interview? And I said, yes. And I ended up getting the job. So (laughs) that's so awesome. Yeah. I was really proud of that cocktail and it really kind of opened my eyes to, you don't always have to have, you know, what you think is in a cocktail. And it sounds simplistic. Yes. It's got a simplistic probably flavor too, but it's so good because it pairs so well with each other. Yeah. I love that you can come up. I just, I wish I had that creative kind of mind over something like that. I just, I'm like, I don't know about that margarita. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of great margaritas out there. Too, you know? yeah, there's no limit. Yeah. Well, that's so awesome. What is your favorite? I mean, is that also your favorite cocktail you think? Like as far as for your personal taste, what is your favorite? Oh, I'm a notorious Tanqueray and 10, Dirty Martini with Blue Cheese Olives Girl. Oh, I love it. You're on the same page as me. The one place I can find with the blue cheese olives is Third Corner down. Um, oh, yeah. Third Corner is yeah, great. Third Corner has really a great, uh, um, I think they use actually uh, Sapphire. Um, yep. Oh, know, I like um, try if you have the opportunity to have the Sapphire East. Okay. It's a, like an Asian inspired um, gin and it's beautiful. Okay. It makes a really nice martini. Yeah. I'm going to see it again. It's like, <laughs> hmm, martini? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds awesome. What do you do while you're not working? I mean, when you're just hanging out and doing something fun what what's your yeah what's your lifestyle i'm a stepmom oh congrats yeah, yeah. so well yeah. happy belated mother's day then yeah exactly <laughs> it was a big week for me last week yeah right <laughs> yeah um so she's she's 11 she'll be 11 mm-hmm. in a couple weeks and she's like so fun so we hang oh, out yeah. with her a lot like yeah. that's my fiance and my like favorite thing to do mm-hmm. um but you know, I like to ride Peloton a lot. Okay. Um, hit the gym, hang out, you know, go Good. to the beach, enjoy is, San Diego. Yeah, I was gonna say there's so, there's so much to do in this city. It's mm-hmm. endless. Yeah. So when you first came here, San Diego's created out of so many little micro neighborhoods, right? You got Ocean Beach where we're at today, and you can hear the planes go over. I just want to let everybody know we're we're filming and we're you know doing the sound recording in Ocean Beach in an office and there's planes that come over yeah. all the time. But yeah. I mean, I fell in love with ocean beach when I got here and back in 1998. And so I've been here for over 20 years yeah. and, uh, you know, it was a, just a eclectic little beach town. I was like, this is my spot. You know, yeah. I love the ocean, but I know there's a spot like that for everybody in San Diego. Where did you end up landing and like really becoming like 
this is my spot. Oh my gosh, it's so funny that you asked that question because we actually just moved out of my old house. Mm -hmm. Um, We have everything in storage this Mm -hmm. moment and we are looking for a new place. Oh, congrats. Thank you. That's another big... It's terrifying. ...in your your life, yeah. Yeah, so we um, we're looking in La Jolla, we're looking in Point Loma, we're looking in OB, and we're looking in PB, but I mean, it's just so hard. So coastal. Ideally coastal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this little area, like the Point mm-hmm. Loma Heights. Mm-hmm. I think it's gorgeous. So, I mean, like, fingers crossed. But all those places, I would be super happy in. Yeah, the one thing with Point Loma Heights, I'm sure you're aware of, is the planes, will, you're going to have to get used to that. That's okay. Okay. As long as you're good with that, <laughs> then okay Point Loma Heights is great. Yeah. How's being your own boss been for you? Like, do you... Do you it's like challenging. I mean, you have to be your own motivator. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because I'll have different kinds of guilt. Like sometimes I feel guilty because I'm not giving myself enough time off. And then if I take too many days off, I feel like I'm not investing enough in my own company. Yep. So that's kind of tough. But of course, like there's so much freedom. I think the first year and a half, I was really scared. Yeah. Because I didn't know, you know, like I had to get a lawyer. I had to get um, a tax preparer, Mm -hmm. you know, all these things that were the unknowns. Mm -hmm. So I really had to be my bravest self Mm -hmm. and say like, okay, if it all goes to hell, then you tried and that's what matters. You know? Yep. They call it fail forward. Yeah. I got lucky. I was very precautionary, you know, and so I was able to like save enough and everything worked out great. We're going to keep going. Yes. But it was scary in the beginning. Oh, I bet. And especially in such an unknown um, and volatile world in 2020. Yeah. I mean, to step out into an event style business, that's brave. Yeah. I'll give you that. I mean, I totally hear you on like trying to take out time off. I've been a realtor for over 18 years and I've had two kids in the process, you know, and they're both, they're 18 and 20 at this point. But, um, when they were little, it was, uh, it was a lot, you know, and finding the balance and time because I could be cooking dinner and writing an offer at the same time and yeah. trying to get dinner on the table and sending the offer up. And, and helping with homework. And helping and with yeah. homework. <laughs> and doing this and doing that. And then, like, the day doesn't really end until the kids go to bed. Yeah. Right? So um, and then I you're hear exhausted. you. And then I'm exhausted. And yeah. I'm like, crap, I still got this, that, and the other. And making sure the marketing goes out and doing yeah. this video okay. and doing that. And so it's a lot. Yeah. It is definitely rewarding in the fact that you can um, always decide if you're going to take time off, you know, right. how much it's going to be and, you know, and make it work for yourself. Obviously with the event business, you're going to have dates that are booked. So you got to yep. figure out what your time off is, but man, it's, it's, I don't think I could ever go back to the nine to five. I'll be honest. Oh, same. You know, I know it's that just... now. Like I know for sure that it would be, it'd be difficult because of the parts of my life that I've been able to balance that I had a really hard time balancing yeah. when I had that and mm-hmm. how much pleasure those things bring me. Yeah. And the other thing I really recognize is that I was always able to be there for my kids, um, which was super important to me in their, in their classrooms, being in the P- involved, heavily involved in the PTA for about three years at the um, elementary school here in Ocean Beach. And I couldn't have done that had I had a job that I had to, you know, yeah. drop off, come back and get kids, you know, every day. And we were able to ride bikes to school, which was amazing during their That's whole time so cool. at elementary school. Um, and I was able to go pick them up, you know, and I just, it was, it was a lot. I worked a lot of weekends. Don't get me wrong, but um, it was really nice to have those weekdays where I could spend time with enjoy, them. Enjoy, yeah. And enjoy them. And like I said, that's that's what my free time is. is yeah. Seeing our girl, hanging out, seeing our yeah. friends. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's just, that's always been a blessing for me. So, totally. Yeah, I hear Agreed. you on that. 
Um, where do you see yourself in the next five years? I mean, your business is running and you're like, crap, that's a heavy question. What did you <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Um, hopefully with a new house by then. Yeah, you will. Yeah, we'll get no. something. I, we, we have a couple applications. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, five years, hopefully married. I mean, definitely married. We'll, we'll have a wedding before then. Everyone's mm-hmm. asking, like since the moment we got no engaged. No pressure. <laughs> yeah, we got engaged in Santorini last September. Santorini. Yeah, oh, okay. But everyone's like, so when's the And like, we are engaged and we're so happy. We're happy so, there. Yeah, exactly. Just woof, give us a second. Mm-hmm. But definitely within five years, we'll, we'll be married. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I never really had an expectation out of Barkeep. Barkeep has just delivered, mm-hmm. you know? And so if it continues to deliver at the rate that it's at now, I'm going to be a very, very busy woman in five yeah. years. Yeah. Um, and I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. And, um, you know, as long as I'm happy and my family's happy and there's a good amount of balance, then like, let's take it to the moon. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> Hallelujah to that. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate your time with my me pleasure. today and it's, and it's been amazing talking to you. I just, I, I feel the passion coming off of you, you know, and also you seem like you have a great business sense too. So I think you're going to be nothing but successful. Thank you. That's you know, so nice. and it sounds like your company is just going to keep on continuing to grow and evolve. And, you know, I, I want to hear more about those. Yeah great cocktails creations that you're making because i mean the yeah. one with the wine i don't think i've ever even heard of that white wine of course i'm not too exploratory i have none of this the the background that you do as a sommelier 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 sorry yeah. see i can't even pronounce it i do like wine but i like it to be cheap and taste good you know what there's nothing wrong with that sometimes i'm the same way you know if you can find something at grocery outlet yeah i'm telling you that place you know i'll tell you the my secret Trader Joe's wine. Really? I got through my sommelier program because of Trader Joe's wine and the varieties that they carry that are affordable. Mm -hmm. When you go to Trader Joe's next time, go into their um, European section Mm -hmm. and just grab something. They're Mm -hmm. $10, they're $5, but at least you'll try a new varietal and you'll be able to have that little bit of knowledge. That is so awesome. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, I would love to hear more about that too, as far as your, your experience with wine and how that all came about yeah. you know but we'll do that on another interview okay, let's do it but anyways thank you so much <laughs> julia i appreciate it thank and i hope you, you have a great day the rest of you your day too. all right thanks. thank you